You are listening to Take a Break with UK charity Break. We'd like to say a big thank you to the lovely production bureau in Norfolk who lent us their recording room for this episode and their equally lovely Holly who even bought us tea and biscuits which could be why we talk so much in episode three. Enjoy. Today we are going to have a little chat about the Coffee Break van and my name is Joe Walden and I'm the manager of the Coffee Break van. I'm 39 years old. I'm not allowed to forget to mention that. Um, and today we have with us... Hi, my name's Natasha. I'm 18 and I've been working for Break for three years. And... Hi, my name's Marianne. I'm 28 years old and I work on the Coffee Van with Joe. Let's get into it. Three or four years ago, uh, one of the things that our young people were really telling us was that it was it was really difficult to get into the world of work. There were a lot of challenges, uh, and there were it was it was a struggle. And we had lots of things in place to kind of help with like CV writing and and uh, kind of job coaches and things like that. But actually, one thing that we couldn't do was offer that kind of like tangible work experience. It was kind of casual and safe and um, kind of what our young people needed so we had a couple of um we have a couple of people uh, within the organization who set up our young entrepreneurs and they spent some time working with uh, the uea business school to explore some ideas and they came up with the idea of this mobile coffee van which our young people could be employed in and could obviously help set up and things like that uh, and we went out to a few charities and uh, CHK charities, as they were now, I believe the CHK Foundation now, um, donated us some money in order for us to be able to buy a van, kit it out, uh, employ someone to run it. And the sort of rest is history, I suppose. And now we have this rather beautiful little Peugeot boxer that um, poodles around all over the place uh, with our rather amazing Ficino coffee machine in the back. And yeah, you and guys, staff. yeah, and amazing staff, exactly, <laughs> Natasha and Marianne, who quite often um, head out with it. And yeah, uh, this is a great opportunity for us to have a little chat about it. So I'd like to kind of talk about that first thing. So um, yeah, the main reason was that, that how difficult it is to get a job. So what are your experiences with that sort of thing? Um, I feel like, especially now, like, I've noticed, like, even with, like, good grades and previous work experience, jobs just don't go for you. It's really hard at the moment. And it was, like, harder then. So I can't imagine what it's like with no experience. It's nearly been three years um, with break. And I recently went looking for, like, a third job on top of my other two jobs. And I thought, oh, well, I've got experience. I've got all this, that still wasn't enough and I'm like what well, I don't know what else what you know what I mean you know if you don't have the confidence so with the coffee van it helps you to build relationships confidence and meeting new people and going to different places so you can actually have something on your CV and mm-hmm. say I've got these skills I've got these qualifications and just try and put yourself out there yeah I think that's the important thing I know we've sort of <laughs> talked a lot about how like getting a job is a numbers game, isn't it? Mm. What made you guys want to start working on the van? Start with you, Natasha, yeah? Because <laughs> I know your story is a bit like, actually, I didn't really want to yeah. in the first place. I was a little bit sceptical because when someone goes, oh yeah, there's like this guy that I know <laughs> and we can, you can go make coffee with him. And I'm a bit like, that sounds really weird. We have like, no backstory, it's just like 
mean, yeah, like, the context there. Yeah. <laughs> and especially for me, like, like, really bad social anxiety before I started. Three years ago, I would not have been sat in this room doing this. Like, this would have been, like, ten times more, like, awkward for me to do. <laughs> to begin with. It wasn't really something on your list of things to do. So what made a difference? Because you work you work for us quite regularly now. I kind of, you know what, like, it's just going to make this person shut up if I just go. So I'm going to see. Um, and then we did our first, like, well, it was kind of like our online safety, like food and hygiene and yeah. all that course thing. I was still a bit, like, iffy about it. We did some practice making coffees, which at first was overwhelming. Someone who is an introvert. Yeah, because we had like four people on your training session. Yeah. yeah. That was something we learned pretty quickly, actually, uh, with Coffee Break, that, that maybe offering like one-to-one sessions and stuff like that might have been a bit easier. Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> so quite a lot to go deeper. in. Yeah. But, no, it was like a first that even it took, I think, two. It was probably after two shifts when you kind of feel more comfortable with what you're doing because there's like loads of different things to pick up. And what about you, Marianne? Because my first, my first kind of recollection of meeting you, you, I think you came to one of our residencies, didn't you? And I bought the coffee yeah. van with me. I had to test stuff from one. Yeah. Um, so it was wanting to get a job on how to make coffees, meeting new people, get more confident, and just working with other people, building relationships, really. we've been working together for quite a while now we've been doing we've been all over the place and, mm-hmm. and done loads of different kind of different gigs at different places different people all the time um like one thing i really would like to kind of talk to you guys about is is what impact you think it's had on you and like what um what what things do you think are different now compared to what they could have been if you hadn't been part of the, the coffee break experience we'll call it that like we don't have the confidence to like put myself out there and be like no I'm actually I don't think I can fight for a job because I haven't got the experience I'm working with machinery um going to these different places but I think that's made a big impact on me mm-hmm. the way I was before like nope I'm just gonna hide myself in the corner yeah because you apply for quite a few jobs now, right? Like, yeah. it's almost a weekly exercise for you, yeah. right? <laughs> As a former introvert, like, back then, like, I actually developed social skills. I know, shock, right? <laughs> I think I found it first. Um, I'd just make the coffee, but I wouldn't do detail. I'd purposely, I'm like, I'll let Joe do detail. Yeah, and I also found, um, probably going on that later, about, like, challenges with the thing. But I feel like being a female, when there's, like, Joe's male, obviously, um, when, when we're working, even if I did try and detail, I'd, like, ask them what they want or anything, and customers would act as if I was invisible and approach um, Joe instead, or the male, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> um, which definitely knocks my confidence a little bit, because when you're trying to speak to someone, and they're just like, completely airy, you trying to speak to someone else who is like, busy doing something else, I'm like, I am standing here for a reason, <laughs> you know, I'm not just standing yeah. here for the fun of But then, like, I mean, I suppose that was probably an opportunity for you to learn a bit as well, right? Because yeah. you would have had to overcome that, right? Because yeah, no. from what I remember, when that sort of thing happened, I, I kind of diverted to you and I, I tried not to answer the question. Yeah, it was kind of a little bit awkward. Yeah, exactly. And I remember like 
the first time you started working on the van, like, yeah, you, as you said, I mean, we developed, we designed the van with, for that, in the way it's designed for that kind of, so if there were any young people who were a bit nervous and didn't want to have the interactions, they could just kind of like turn away from the customers and look at the coffee machine and just, yeah. just get doing that and not have to interact with anybody if they the want to. It all looks so interesting right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But actually, like now, if somebody comes up to the van and asks a question about a drink and things like that, I, I, I start to answer the question and you are just straight just in there. Yeah, yeah like it's like and I'm, fluid. I'm just useless now. Yeah, <laughs> I get Joe. Joe's job is to write the order inside the cup, which he feels out of his time. <laughs> he's socialising with the customer. You know how they say, like, you know, like normal things we do with like a hand, hand movement, it mm-hmm. just becomes like fluent, normal, that is what it is like with speaking with customers now yeah, before. Yeah. It's kind of just like, hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of, it just like comes out as so what natural now, like? yeah. which was good when going into other workplaces. Yeah, absolutely. I guess if you're like also struggling with mental health, like it's getting you out. That was my thing. Um, I found it like helped me massively to like socialize, even if it's not like, oh, with we gal pals or like mates. But in a different environment, for me, like, I don't mind working. Like, I actually enjoy working. When you're on the van, do you feel like you have to talk about the fact that you're a, you're a looked-after child? I kind of, like, I get, like, that is what break it is. Break is surrounded by helping young people, etc. <laughs> and I get that's the thing, but I also don't, like, when you turn around and be like, oh, yeah, you're, like, a foster care thing, it's kind of like... Anybody who's been in the care system or like foster care, like you don't really have a personal life. Like everybody knows everything, you don't get that. Some people are interested. Yeah. It's kind of like I don't like being defined almost because like I feel like some people have like really skeptical, negative views. Yes. Like especially when I was like under eighteen, and he said, "Oh yeah, she's in like my back hair thing." I get a bit of a side note, or like they like treat you as a child, which is maybe why they didn't speak to me as tech until. Um, but it's kind of like don't want to be defined by that, but also like it makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. So like it is an important thing. Um, definitely speak about with people because I feel like people think of a charity and think, oh, it's a charity. They don't like actually don't know that we work with young children. Like if you they're know always what I mean. a bit surprised. I think to yeah. find yeah, out that the staff on there yeah. are, are the young know, people who look after, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I mean, mainly because you guys do an absolutely fantastic job, like, and, and you, you wouldn't like, think it, yeah. I mean, this seems like a really weird thing to come out of my mouth right now, but like, <laughs> you, as you say, like, people have a kind of perception and things oh. like that. And actually, like, when they, you guys are just normal people, right? right? Just getting a job and doing some work and stuff like that. Yeah. It kind of shocks them a little bit, but then they're always really pleased to know that, like, the actually money they're spending is so having a benefit yeah, as well, gosh, isn't it? Yeah. Like the environment that we that we try to set up with the coffee van, and that actually like it's a p- place for you guys to to kind of yeah, practice. Experience. Like if you guys make a mistake on the van, like how does that make how does that, how do we how do we deal with that situation? Yeah. How does it make you feel like? Do okay. I feel like we try to create an atmosphere where it's it's absolutely fine to make yeah. these mistakes, and we'll do what we can to help you kind of get better. Like Marianne, I hope my what I'm saying, like to begin with when you started working on the van, there were a lot of occasions where we'd scheduled you in and then on the morning you were like, oh, I can't, I can't do do it, it, I can't come. But did you ever think that, actually, I've I've said no too much now, these guys aren't going to want me anymore. They're going to want me back, yeah. But we never did that, right? We were just like always, boom, come back whenever you want to. Give you so many chances, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I think you're probably all both a bit sick of me saying or kind of reminding you how to steam the milk and all that sort of stuff, but we kind of constantly coach each other, don't we? In my first year, like if I were to like explode the milk thing, that would like throw me off completely Mm. for the rest of the shift. Now I'm kind of just like, oh well, (laughs) like get some paper tissue, you know, it happens. So that's like a different, you kind of get used to it because you can be the best at something, but it doesn't mean you're always going to get it right. And do you think that's sort of helped you with your other job, for example, like, like have you have you ever had have you had a, a position or an experience in your, your other job where you've made a mistake and and actually maybe before you'd have been like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. Yeah. But are you able to cope with those sorts of things a bit better now? It's a completely different scene to what we do, obviously. And <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, I work in my club, so it's a, obviously a completely different social setting. Also, interacting with drunk people is. Completely different. It's like, it's all about who you work with and your staff team and how management. And I don't feel like if you make a mistake here, they'll be like, no, you, Joe will be like, no, it's fine. We can go through it. Or like, teach me if I'm doing something wrong. You know what I mean? Like one of the things that is so good about the band is that we get to go to different places all the time, mm. we get different, different environments, different um, different gigs all over the place, meeting different people all the time. So what I would like to know from both of you guys is what has what do you think has been your best experience on the van or your biggest achievement? Marianne. Probably the music festival where I had to, well, I didn't have to be up early. Yeah. But I don't mind doing the early shift. Um, that was about, we finished about 12 o'clock in the evening. Um, there was like a major, I can't remember what it was, but it was a major festival and we served different people. Obviously, some people had like alcohol because there was alcohol yeah, yeah. there, but it was actually all right. Um, and to find that my biggest achievement also, also is I'm getting better at the milk every time yeah. I do different coffees and like the hot chocolates and just getting out of there. I think it's the biggest achievement for me. For me, my biggest achievement was a jazz picnic. I love the jazz picnic so much. The people were really nice there, and I was genuinely shocked. I think we wrapped it up because, like, the thing about those is that, like, bang, 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 like, you're quiet for the first half an hour, then you get three hours of just queue, queue, queue. And obviously, we're not, like, a big shop company with, like, several baristas, like, yeah. several machines. Yeah. So I did, like, something like 416 drinks in one night. And crazy, that was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, I made that many coffees for like in a night. So I think that was a big achievement because if you'd asked me to do that, like in the beginning. <laughs> well, yeah, I really appreciate um, you guys taking time to have a little sit down and chat. Because yep. uh, you know how much I love Coffee Break. It's my <laughs> absolute baby. And, baby? Yeah. <laughs> what about your actual kids, James? Well, they're lovely too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Coffee's um, the best. <laughs> but genuinely, like, I'm really proud of you guys. I think like the, the difference I see in your kind of outlook, your general kind of worldview and things like that oh, yeah. since working on the van is incredible. And uh, long way to continue. It's crazy how fast time goes. It is. If anybody is interested in getting involved with the van, um, it's real simple. You can just get in touch with me or anybody from the Opportunities team, really. I mean, also, obviously, if you want to have the best coffee, email is coffee-charity.org. You can have a look on our website, all the details of everything. We have www.break-charity.org. 
We'd love to come and make coffee for you. It's one of our favorite things to do. You have been listening to Take a Break with Break, and we have weekly podcast episodes coming out every single Thursday until the series is done. Thank you guys very much for listening, and we will catch you on the flip side. Yeah. It's not good. Okay. <laughs>